Come on. Welcome to Life Love. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Anna Sirio. Anna, are you ready to do this? I am. Thank you for having me. Well, excited to have you on. Anna is a certified commercial loan officer and a senior writer with Finder. Again, excited to have you on. Anna, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Great. Um, so I have kind of a weird background for someone who um, works in personal finance. Uh, I actually lived in, abroad for about five years. Uh, I lived in Beirut where I was doing a master's in Middle Eastern studies and um, then worked in a newspaper. Um, but so I kind of became interested in personal finance based on my experience there because banking was just so difficult for me. I wasn't a Lebanese citizen um, and I needed to like cash student loan checks and uh, my like paycheck and uh, just doing these like really basic things that we sort of take for granted um, when we're in our home country um, were so difficult. So that sort of got me thinking about like um, just how other people are managing their personal finances. Um, and when I came back to the United States, um, I saw that Finder was hiring and I thought, hey, like this is something that I can explore a little bit more deeply. Um, so I started really getting into personal loans and just um, trying to understand uh, or trying to help myself and others um, understand how to better manage um, debt. Um, I had a lot of student debt from grad school. And um, then I started getting interested in business loans because that was uh, some of my friends had started their own small businesses. And they really, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs are not experts in finance. I, I have one friend who has an accountant who started his own accounting company, but most of them are not like that. Sure. Uh, so and knowing how to like, manage that side of your business, along with, um, you know, marketing, and you know, doing the thing that you're actually passionate about um, can be really difficult. So um, that's when I decided, or I worked with um, my team at Finder um, to become a certified commercial loan officer. Um, I typically write about um, financial technology companies, um, like online lenders that um, use algorithms to sort of disrupt the traditional banking system. Um, but I wanted to also get a traditional background. So I worked with the Independent Community Bankers of America, um, or ICBA, um, to get my certification and um, started to have a really nice dialogue with some of the community bankers that I met there on just like what it, what a loan is really, um, or how a loan can really benefit a small business um, when it can't, and um, just trying to understand like what is actually a good <laughs> deal <laughs> for a business, which is kind of difficult to know as a layperson because um, business lenders in particular don't have a ton of regulation, so they don't have to be. Um, very upfront about the cost of a financing project, uh, that product, which is uh, <laughs> kind of crazy to me. That is. Um, so yeah, that's um, basically how I ended up doing what I do, which is I um, just write about business lending products um, and personal loan products still too. Um, and um, also just 
write guides to you know basic things related to business loans like um during the coronavirus i was one of the first people reading um the paycheck protection program like legislation that was coming out and just breaking it down into digestible terms so that um, it was easier for small business owners to understand um, exactly the practical information you need to like apply for this um, type of financing that was so essential to so many small businesses during the pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just, just immensely valuable. So what was it that motivated you to, to, to go study in Beirut for five years? That is a, I think that that, that's awesome. I'm sure that we could talk for hours just about that, but what was the motivation? Um, so I was a creative writing major in college. I've always loved poetry and, um, I worked for a small press that did translation and I took Arabic as a, um, as an elective and I sort of fell in love with the, just the structure of the language and um, thought that maybe I would become a translator and an academic. Um, so I realized very quickly that it's difficult to learn um, any foreign language, but especially Arabic in the United States, you really have to go to another country to um, get a sense of that language and like actually talk to people and have people, you know, like yell at you <laughs> a lot <laughs> until you understand. Um, so I, yeah, so that's, um, why I ended up, I ended up going there just to strengthen my language skills and get a, um, understanding, a better understanding of Arabic literature and history, um, before like theoretically applying for, um, a PhD program. But, um, yeah, by the end of that, I just didn't know how useful that would actually be, <laughs> um, just for myself and for other people. I kind of wanted to do something that would make more of a difference in people's lives. Um, so yeah, that's Fair enough. how I ended up there. It, it was, people always assume I had some sort of political motivation, but I really, it was like a very linguistic <laughs> choice. Amazing. I think that that's incredible. And how, when, when, when you look back on that time, um, if you don't mind, where, what, 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 what part of the world did you grow up in? Um, so I was born and raised in New York city. Um, I really, I wanted to leave so badly for college. Um, but I got a really, really good deal at, um, uh, city university of New York. They, I was a part of this program that they gave us money to travel and like a free computer and free housing. It was just like, nice. <laughs> being able to graduate from uh, college without debt was, um, yeah, I tried to pass up. No, so. for sure. <laughs> so New York city is obviously, you know, just this wonderful and unique, um, diverse place, but certainly spending five years, um, where you did, how, 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 how did that shape your perspective that you have now? Um, I think that uh, it's interesting because I did feel very culture shocked when I came back. Um, I, I think that like when you're in a place, you really sort of start to embody or like live inside of um, the way that other people think. I don't know. I don't know exactly how to say this, but I guess like bubbles are like a real thing. And it's interesting to like sure. go back and forth between different bubbles. So uh, I think that sort of gave me an understanding of 
the fact that, you know, different people's perspectives are like shaped by where they are and who they're talking to, um, to like a really <laughs> crazy degree. And that like, it's very difficult to um, change that. So I think it just made me more empathetic to um, people that I didn't necessarily agree with on everything. Um, it well, also made me understand how powerful the United States was too. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully you broke yourself of that habit, Anna, of being compassionate and empathetic to other people's situations. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so certainly now, um, I, I thought it was, I thought it was cool that you had the opportunity to, to interface and connect and learn from folks working for or working with this independent community bankers group, because certainly their perspective on lending is different than if I were just to go and apply for a loan from one of the huge banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you mentioned what a good deal is for a business owner. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So I think that one of the more people, okay. When people are looking for a business loan, I think people, they are often looking for, you know, like a really low rate um, terms that gives them a low payment um, and the right amount of money for the thing that they're trying to find. Um, And I think those are all very important. And um, one thing that you're missing, I think, from a big bank or an online lender is sort of the like guidance through the lending process um, that you can get with a community bank or um, some credit unions also offer business loans and can offer this sort of like hands-on experience. Um, Because sometimes people are looking for the wrong type of financing and they don't even know it. So even if you get like a relatively low rate on the wrong type of loan, um, you're like actually going to lend your land yourself in a worse financial situation. Or if you take it alone when you actually should consider a different type of financing, like maybe investor financing, because your business just can't handle the debt, um, then no business loan is a good deal. Um, so that was sort of what um, we, or one of the things that I took away from that training um, and those relationships that I've developed. Well, that certainly makes sense. So. All right, and and I, I imagine that you've got tons and tons of of articles that you've written about this. Or if you haven't, you really ought to. If if <laughs> if if you were, if if I came to you and I said I've got this this I I, I have a business and we're successful, but we're looking to grow and take on money. What do you think I should do? Um, well, it depends on how you plan on growing. Do you want to? It depends on what you're trying to finance. Are you trying to finance um, like a bigger office space? Are you trying to purchase um, more real estate? Or um, do you just want to like hire more staff? I think um, generally taking out a loan makes sense if you have some sort of um, uh, self-liquidating asset that you can back the loan with. But if you want to hire more staff, that staff isn't necessarily a self-liquidating asset. Um, so taking it alone might not actually be the best option for you, um, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, well, so when you say self-liquidating, that means if I bought if, if I bought a huge machine to manufacture something, that would be a self-liquidating asset? Yeah, that's like the best example of a self-liquidating asset. It's yeah. something that will produce reliably produce a certain amount of money for a specific amount of time. That's like very easy to estimate. Um, equipment financing is incredibly 
safe for lenders and for borrowers. And that's why it has like some of the lowest interest rates and also um, one of the highest, I think it had the highest approval rate um, compared to any other type of financing last year, which is makes sense because it's incredibly, if you don't pay off a loan, then the lender takes the asset and sells it for essentially the value of what you owe on the loan. So it works out pretty well. Yeah, that certainly makes sense. That 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 is a good deal from for for everybody. One of those win wins that 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 we hear about every so often. So exactly. let's just let's just assume that 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 I'm your friend who has an accounting firm, and he or she mm-hmm. says, you know, hey, we've got this great idea and we've got great traction. It'd be awesome to be able to get some more space and hire some more folks. Oh, what types of financing they should consider? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it depends on um, the market. I think right now, maybe um, taking on debt isn't the best idea. Um, if you're trying to grow because um, the market is so volatile, especially with the supply chain disruptions and the labor shortage, um, I think um, taking out a line of credit, if you're trying to grow in that capacity where you have a lot of different types of expenses that are difficult to predict ahead of time um, might be your best option. Um, often those you can have for a long period of time and they can cover emergency expenses too that you didn't um, think would come up and that can help you avoid really high cost short-term financing, which is something you definitely want to stay away from if possible. Yeah, for sure. I I, I appreciate that. So, so the different, for lack of a better term, buckets of money or financing options that are available, we talked about the equipment financing, which seems to be pretty pretty straightforward, talked about a, a line of credit. Um, are, are SBA loans something that 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 you think about, or? Oh yeah. Oh boy, do I think about SBA loans? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I you know I've heard a lot of mixed. Um, I think SBA. I think SBA loans are great personally, um, but I do know some community bankers who think that they sort of enable small businesses that maybe shouldn't be taking out a loan because it is too risky for them um, to get access to financing. Um, The way I think that SBA loans um, really help small business owners is that people who are maybe parts of groups that would don't have a lot of like generational wealth um, or underrepresented in business communities. Um, They often have a really difficult time getting a bank loan, Um, even without discrimination. Like if we took that off the table there, your personal wealth has a huge impact on what kind of financing you can get when you're just starting at a business. So um, the SBA loan kind of levels the playing field for um, women and like people of color. so that's what I like about SBA loans. Um, they have a really low appro- approval rate, actually, hmm. um, which is something that I think some small business owners are surprised by. Um, that application is really intense um, and just takes forever to get funded. You, you can't, like, they have some express loans that take, like, a month instead of, like, <laughs> this, I don't know, three months that it normally takes. Um so you have to really, really be in it for the long haul and be prepared to spend a lot of time on an application or hire a company to um, do the heavy lifting for you, which for a fee. Um, so like if the fee doesn't actually end up like ends up like adding up, then 
sometimes you won't save as much money as you thought you would because either you're losing time that you could be spending on your business or paying someone else um, to help you with the application. Yeah, that certainly makes sense. So I, I imagine wise counsel is when you are considering financing, it sounds like we need to really figure out what it is that we're trying to accomplish and you just kind of correct me where, 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 where I'm going astray here, but look at all the different avenues that, 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 that are available to you, not just what you sort of think, oh, you know, I, I need money, I'm going to get one of those SBA loans. And then mm-hmm. are, are there certain questions I need to be asking on top of that? Um, yeah, I think like asking whether financing your business is the right option is a question that some small business owners are afraid to ask themselves. Um, sometimes taking out debt or bringing on investors even is not a good idea. Sometimes you just, if you have a small business, especially it's um, closing your business can be a better idea than um, trying to throw more money at a problem. You'll end up in a lot more debt. Um, most business loans are personally guaranteed. So after you lose your source of income, you're also going to be, you know, going to have to pay back the business loan or like whatever balance that you have left. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think it's something that we dance around a lot, um, because it's such a hard topic to talk about. Um, but yeah, knowing, like asking yourself is, do I need to throw money at this or do I need to like take a step back or um, just shut things down um, is a question you should also ask. Um, Growth also is a little bit trickier um, than some small business owners might um, assume because you can grow yourself out of business really easily. Um, If you expand operations and you aren't able to sustain that level of um, revenue and and you have like a lot of staff and just like costs uh and your sales aren't as high as they were when you first grew then um that can shut you down really quickly i think that that certainly makes a lot of sense it's like okay you're thinking about financing and you're thinking about bringing money in why well if it's to sort of stop the bleeding and to save the business it's maybe not necessarily the right thing and maybe really ask yourself that super, super hard question of maybe just close and seek a different opportunity in the future. And also the danger of eyes being too big or bigger than the stomach and taking on and trying to grow too fast. Both are different problems, but equally damaging. Well, maybe not equally. (laughs) They're damaging in different kinds of ways. Um, I think one uh, there are a few good resources that business owners can turn to if they're like really not sure um, what the right choice is. Um, the SBA partners with a lot of um, nonprofit small business centers that offer free uh, counseling to entrepreneurs and um, they can help you decide what kind of financing you should look for or, um, you know, have a hard conversation about like when you should shut down. Um, small uh, small banks, um, community banks often also kind of provide this kind of uh, counseling. Um, if you just like set up a meeting with a loan officer, um, 
they should be able to like talk you through like what is actually a good option for your business. So they can give you personalized advice based on their own experience with other similar businesses and like taking a deep dive into your, you know, financial reports. Um, so it's hard to like really give anyone advice without um, taking a deep look at like what the numbers actually are. No time for nuance. And we got 20 minutes. Uh, I need, I, right. I, I need yes or no. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Of course. I think that those are, I think that those are, I think that I those are yes no. awesome resources that, uh, that, that I will 100% link in the notes. So Anna, the people are ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Um, my difference making tip is don't take out debt unless it will be- benefit you in the long run. Well, I think, um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. You, you, you were giving me a short answer there, Anna, and so I jumped in with the come on, but I, I think I did it too early. So please please finish your thought. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that sometimes people think about debt as something that will just allow them to like access a thing that they want sooner than they would have it if they, had, uh, if they decided to save up. But debt the best um, types of loans will actually improve your personal finances by allowing you to invest in something that will give you an even higher return. Like for example, um, consolidating credit card debt, Um, credit cards have a really high interest rate. um, But, and if you take it a personal loan with a lower interest rate, you'll actually save uh, money in the long run or um, taking out, uh, like a, a personal loan to make a small improvement to your house that will increase the value of your property um, is also a great way to sort of uh, take on debt but use it wisely. I love it. Use debt for good instead of evil, Anna. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anna, th- thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you? Um, you can find my articles on finder.com. My email is right in my author bio, which is on pretty much every article I've written, I believe. Um, yeah, send me a question if you have one. Uh, I'm also on LinkedIn and uh, Twitter, although I don't really tweet. So, <laughs> And those are all on, in my author bio as well. Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Anna your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to finder.com and check out everything that Anna is writing and thinking about. I'll list that in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Anna. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.